podcast. That's right. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Across all social media platforms, at mainlyplants. Um, so you can get a hold of me through there through direct message. The website has a contact me form. Or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, housekeeping. Head on over to mainlyplants.com. Check out all the navigation links. You'll find things like recommended products from me. Um, under the podcast link, you'll see a sponsors tab where you can go um, get the discount codes for all the different uh, sponsors for the podcast and the Instagram profile that I have. Um, caveat, or not a caveat, just a side note to that. I don't take sponsorships from anything that I don't believe in, that I haven't seen their products either in use on other people. Like, for example, um, Love Goodly is a beauty box for women. I've seen, they've sent me a box. I've seen their products. I've seen them used. They're awesome. I haven't used them on myself because I don't wear makeup. Um, or I have used the products myself. For instance, you'll see um, Prolon on there. I'm currently in the middle of the Prolon Fast, and it's been awesome so far and super easy, and I've lost five pounds of fat as of yesterday morning, so um, like two and a half days, which is pretty sweet. So check that out. You can also go to Amazon. You can see recommended products for stuff that I use that you can purchase on Amazon that I have no affiliation with. You can see the apparel that I offer on Amazon Prime. So it's worth checking out. Head to the website. Um, Let's see. Anything else? I don't think there's any other housekeeping this week, which is pretty sweet. So we kept that pretty short. Um, This week on the podcast, or I should say on the second podcast of this week, because earlier this week I had uh, Dr. Kelly on from Prolon um, talking about fasting and the benefits to fasting. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to it. This week, I have Olympic swimmer hopeful Sarah Bowfinger on, and she has uh, a really fascinating story, and I I truly um, appreciated and really loved talking to her. And if you know me, um, you know it takes a lot for me to really enjoy speaking to somebody. Uh, but the guests that I've had on the podcast lately have been amazing, and Sarah has this this really positive outlook on life. She's overcome adversity. She's overcome addiction. Um, and and hopefully we can watch her in the 2020 Olympics. So without further ado, uh, my interview with Sarah Bowfinger. All right. Yeah. Sarah Bowfinger. Thanks for mm-hmm. coming on. Thank you for having me. How are you? I am so amazing. Um, I've had a really great day you know filled with awesomeness and i'm really excited to um chat with you and um and i'm so inspired by all your instagram posts and stuff so it's it's awesome to get to chat with you yeah and and likewise you know (laughs) i I, obviously i googled you um oh nice and i did i you know i read a little bit about you i didn't i don't like to read a whole lot about guests who come on just because i don't want to already know what they're going to say, you know? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you would kind of give like, you know, the uh, long story short on you and your story and, and your, um, your journey into being plant-based. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'll just start out with, um, I was actually born with hip dysplasia, which a lot of people, when you hear hip dysplasia, it's 
you know, a, a golden retriever has right. it. So <laughs> there's, there's not many, you know, people, but, um, I was, um, in the 4% bracket where oh. I didn't actually have any mental disabilities or anything like that. I was just, you know, I had my, my hips were dislocated. And so I needed, um, six and a half surgeries before oh. I was three and a half years old oh, to, man. um, be able to walk, you know, and then I would need a seventh surgery by the age of 15. Um, and that's kind of where like just a lot of things happened for me. Um, I became addicted to pain pills. Um, they had put me on a morphine pump in that moment. And, um, and so I you just, you were addicted it, to pain it, pills at 15. Yeah. Ugh. Like once I, um, because they put me on a morphine pump, like in the hospital mm -hmm. and like, once I came home, like, I just like, I just created these stories in my head that I was always in pain, like uh -huh. to, you know, give me that like, Oh, okay. I need to, um, have that pill. Sure. And, and so, and then that led to, you know, me going to college, like getting hooked on drugs and alcohol and just like adding the pills with that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really until like, I guess when once I really like started like searching ways for me to like be able to be pain free, because mm -hmm. like in 2013, I had like my worst um, pain ever. And the doctor told me that I should just like take pills. Right. And I just wasn't like, I didn't want that for my life. You mm -hmm. know, I'm like 20, like seven or eight years old. And it's like, no, I don't really just want to take pills for the rest of my life. Sure. So then that um, led to me like having this crazy idea that I wanted to train for the Olympics. <laughs> and so like, I just like started getting healthier by like having this like like putting this really really like impossible at the time like goal in front of myself so that I could actually heal myself and become um you know healthier and and get rid of all these these limitations that I created for myself throughout the years you know and then like the one thing that really spiked all this was I was in a 9 year relationship and then like I, he financially was taking care of me, you know, and I like, he just, you know, things just weren't in alignment and I'm so grateful for it. But, you know, once he ended it, like I had $200 to my name, mm -hmm. I had this dream of going to the Olympics and literally like, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do now? And so that moment, like I started meditating, like, finding myself, you know, and really like tuning into who I really am and what it is that I'm supposed to do here. And, and then that, that has just led to like, you know, finding this amazing partner. And then really like, I just became vegan, like last November, oh. November 15th. So almost yeah. A year. <laughs> almost a year, huh. like in 14 days. Awesome. Be, um, yeah. So that's kind of how, and like, and with that, like, I don't have any more hip pain, you know, like they're so like, especially like, you know, you coming from like having all these other foods and then going plant-based mm -hmm. like you, like a lot of people see like a dramatic change and yeah. I have seen like such a dramatic change in, in doing that. And it's like the community is amazing and it's just like so much, like I could have never imagined being vegan, by the way, like I was the girl eating two and a half pounds of bacon. Yeah, that's I, how I was. I know you understand. Right. Like, 
you know, it's like, okay, I, I just like, I feel like as an athlete, like I need all this stuff. Right. And it really like, and it, it wasn't even like my body chose it. Like, honestly, like one, I had done so much Bikram yoga by the time I was like, you know, I'm just going to like do a 15 day challenge mm-hmm. and like see what it leads to. And in 15 days I had more energy than I had had in my 30 like one years of living, you know, it's like, okay. So once that, you know, so that has just kind of been, you know, a little short term of where I've been and how I got here and how awesome it is. So how I want to back up a little bit. How old were you when you decided you wanted to go to the Olympics for swimming? Um, yeah, for swimming. Okay. So honestly, like that was a dream that I had when I was like six years old. Uh-huh. So at six years old, you know, I jump into the water. My mom, like my mom said, she'll never forget this moment. Like I run down after I swim a lap and I'm like, mommy, I love this. You know, yeah. it's just like that, like swimming, like has just, it's just more to me than I could have ever imagined. Just like the, the way that you like your body can perform in the water. And it was just like, that was just my like home. Like I felt more at home in the water than I did on land. Because it was of the just dysplasia? like, because of the dysplasia, because you know, it just like, it took me a while to really like kind of get, I mean, cause if you, if you imagine like as a baby, you know, like you're essentially put on drugs because right. you know, you're going under all the time. And then like, you know, your parents are like, Oh my gosh, like I have this fragile little baby and you know, and it's like, you're, you're really like, there's so much like conditioning and limitations that you are put into this world. And, and with the foods that go with that and everything. And it's like, it's just so hard to, you know, get yourself out of it. It takes, you know, a lot. And so once like I just had this dream you know and I would swim I was really good at like age 10 a lot of people like they peak you know like 9 10 mm-hmm. years old um and I and I was just so motivated and then once I had that hip surgery it was the same year because Michael Phelps and I are around um the same age and it was his first olympics mm-hmm. that I was in the hospital oh. <laughs> and you know and it was like I was so inspired by him but I felt like there's no way that I could do this, you know, no way possible. Like I'm here in this hospital, you know, and I just, there's no way. And so like, instead of like being like, okay, like I was, I had the surgery and like, I'm gonna, you know, like try to see the positive in it. Like I was so drowned from that experience and I just continued to create more experiences similar to that, that I would bash myself, that I would, you know, feel unworthy and, you know, and all these things. And now it's like, you know, the more that I train my mind and it's like the Olympics just keep showing up for me. I mean, if it's like, if people keep being in my path and it's like, I don't have to work and Mm -hmm. I just get to inspire people by swimming and I haven't even won a gold medal, like that's a win. That's you know, a sweet and deal. it's like it's a sweet deal. And I'm like, okay, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give up on this because it's just been in my path for so many years mm. and I'm finally like really okay with like, okay, I have food, I have a place to stay. Um, you know, I'm given all these amazing opportunities, just being like a vegan and inspiring people and like more people are, 
you know, just inspired by that alone. And it's just like, I'm just so grateful, you know? And so, so do you remember, do you remember the early surgeries? Cause you said you had six before you were what? Three, three and a half. Oh yeah. So not, I don't really um, remember them like to the T I know that like, I mean, they were, uh, they were pretty painful because, um, you know, a lot, like, I have, like, scars where they would, like, put pins to, yeah, like... Yeah, it's gotta be traumatizing. Like, yeah, like, put the... In the cast, you know? And it was, like, so, so much, like, as a baby, you know? It's just, like, I mean, all that stuff, you know, you can have, like, some PTSD from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they put me in the water at such a young age. Like, I actually swam before I walked. That's crazy. So... So, you know, so it was like, because like, if you, you know, when, when a baby, it's like when you introduce them to something that just feels more life than, you know, what they previously were experiencing, like they're gonna like cater to that and it's just gonna feel good. And and that's what they wanted because like putting me in traction and, you know, all these things, I mean, it was just so like. The doctors, like my parents, you know, th- like so grateful that my dad worked a really great job and had, you know, insurance so that they could fix my mm-hmm. um, hips, you know, because I could have still been in a wheelchair, sure. you know, like so because of their love and me being their first child and wanting to, you know, see me succeed in that way. Um it was really great that, you know, they were able to do that for me. So how did you pull yourself out of the addiction? So um, it's, it's a really interesting thing. So, you know, at age um, 25, um, I just like had this moment where so it was 10 I was years. like, yeah, 10 years. So okay. well, I'm 32. So probably about like eight eight or seven years ago but like 10 Um, years 10 years from the point where you kind of started having the addiction yeah 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 so at age 15 to about 25 yeah so about like 10 years of like yeah like going back and forth with pain pills and then once I got like end of high school year so I'd Mm -hmm. say like two years after that I got into alcohol Mm -hmm. and then um the drugs shortly led into that because I went to Frostburg which is a really big party school in Maryland if you've heard of it um, and there's really nothing to do there, yes. but do that. So that probably wasn't the best place for me, but also cool because now I get to, you know, learn from all this. Yeah. But, um, so really like by the age of 25, like I just was like, oh my gosh, like I'm halfway to 50 <laughs> and you know, like who, how many 25 year olds are having that? Like not me. With their I was not know? that introspective. <laughs> you know like I don't want to do this Mm -hmm. like I really don't want to do this and something inside of me just like allowed me to just like cold turkey just be like no like I don't want to drink anymore and so I you know didn't drink and anymore like once I once it hit like 25 so like basically from 2010 new year's like new year I brought in the new year sober. And so I've been about eight years sober from alcohol. Yeah. And thank you. And then, um, also the drugs and stuff kind of were similar with that. Um, I still was doing pain pills, um, from that. Like it was just the alcohol and hardcore drugs Uh that I stopped at 25. But then in 2014, um, just shortly four years after that, 
Um, I went to a holistic um, place that uh, took your blood tests and different things mm-hmm. like that and actually started like using acupuncture and massage and um, chiropractic and cryotherapy and, and different things like that to reduce the inflammation mm-hmm. and all that instead of using like a leave and ibuprofen. Sure. So it's been about four years that I haven't really had to take um, any, you know, prescription drugs or anything like that. So I use, you know, the foods now as my medicine and the, the recovery stuff. And um, I have no need, you know, especially yeah. becoming vegan. Like it just made it like I, I've actually minimized my recovery, um, like therapies, um, by the food, because I mean, I really don't have any hip pain anymore. Like there's nothing now there's like nothing stopping me from, you know, like my body is very clear when I need rest and I, I listen to my body. I try to tune in and, and see what it is that I need. Um, but you know, from that, like, it's just really great. Yeah. It's amazing because, you know, like, so many people just reach for, even for just a simple headache, they reach for the Excedrin or the Aleve. And it's, I always tell them, it's like, you know, you don't have a headache because you're deficient in Excedrin. You have a headache because of some other reason, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to get to the, and it sounds like you've really kind of just done that with your entire life where you have gotten down to the, the reason that everything hurt, it sounds like, between yeah. eating properly and, you know, alternative mes- medicine. But... You know, you said that you went off of uh, the drugs and alcohol cold turkey. How hard was that? And did you have any, you know, significant withdrawals? Because, you know, going off of alcohol cold turkey in and of itself can be dangerous, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, it was just like, it, it was almost like a mindset like switch. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even I, you know, I was smoking cigarettes, you know, and it was just like all of a sudden, like, I just felt like I didn't need it anymore. Like, it was just like, no, like, cause I, cause a lot of the, the substances, even like food addiction, you know, any types of addiction, I feel like it's just like, we don't feel whole in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and when we don't feel whole, like we reach out to these other, things that we think are filling us up and they actually aren't. And so what was happening was when I was, you know, having more of a mental shift each time I made these decisions, um, then it was just like, it was just like a shut off. Like, no, like, I don't want to put that in my body. Like even, um, like with, you know, meat, it was like, you know, I did it. I, I, I cut it out slow. Like I would do, I cut out pork first last August and then chicken and beef, you know? And then it was just like, the body was just like, no, do you want to, do you want to tolerate this? No, I don't, (laughs) you know? And so it's just like, I have, and it's really crazy. Like for me to just set this really high goal for myself, that is like, Oh, I want to go to the 2020 Olympics that all of these things are just like, no, like, you know, no, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, no, I don't want to eat any meat anymore. No, I don't want to do drugs anymore. You know, and it's just like my decision each time. And I feel like we all have this ability, you know, and it's like, but I have put myself first and Uh I'm really grateful that I've been able to do this. Like for like, since I announced that I wanted to do this, like, you know, more to like, 
my community and stuff like that in 2014. And, like, for the past four years, like, I've been able to, like, unravel hip pain, you know, like, really, like, get into myself and, like, really, like, see, like, okay, like, what is it that I need to do for uh-huh. myself? You know, I'm, I mean, I'm really grateful that, like, I, <laughs> this mindset just kind of, like, kicked on because, you know, I was, like, my parents, like, they kept me in so many activities, like, a lot of the drug addiction and alcohol was like a piece missing from mm-hmm. myself. Like I was looking for something outside myself. And the moment that I have realized that I don't need anything outside myself, I have everything within me. Um, everything has changed and, and it's evolved in this beautiful, um, you know, way of being able to not be addicted to things. Like I've even found like with doing like juice cleanses and, you know, going more raw vegan mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I've even found food addiction, like habits in myself oh, and like sure. I'll blog about it. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Whoa, like where did this come from? And it's like, okay, it's this trigger that I have that I didn't release and that I'm using food to, you know, do it. And it's like, I see this in my family, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so beautiful to like, look at it in a way of like, okay, like, how can I examine what you're doing that maybe I do as well? Mm -hmm. And how can I like, like pinpoint this so that I can look at it in a different way? Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up. Because you know, I, I, I'm on day four of the prolon fast right now. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it's it's fasting, but it's with <clears throat> with a little bit of food. So they kind of um, they they they've prepackaged what you can eat every day, and it's all plant based. And they measure your macros out to the point where um, your body doesn't eat its its own muscle for nutrients, but your body doesn't really recognize the food that you're intaking as enough food to survive on. So it still puts you into ketosis. Um, okay. And, and I've noticed over the past four days that, you know, I'm not hungry. My stomach's not growling. I'm only getting between like seven to 800 calories a day, which is a lot okay. less than I usually do. Um, yeah. I'm not hungry, but I have missed like the act of snacking, going to the, 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 club, the cabinet and like getting a bag of chips or hummus or whatever it is and mm-hmm. just like munching on it even when I'm not hungry. So, it, you know, you bring up this addiction with food, even if it's not like this serious addiction, but mm-hmm. it, it is something that I have, that's been brought to the forefront of my mind in the past four days. It's like, holy shit, you know, I eat a lot of stuff just because I like to. Yeah. But it's not necessary to. Yeah. You know? I mean, I have the same thing. Cause it's like, I enjoy eating, like eating, like, and especially like eating with friends Mm -hmm. and like having this like amazing meal that you cooked or someone else cooked. And it like brings all of these like beautiful memories and like, (laughs) just like, you know, and it's just like, and it fills you up, you know, and you're like, Oh, I love this. But like a lot of our experiences, you know, we like get attached to Mm -hmm. these things. Like instead of like, being like okay i'm eating this food in this moment it's really really great and cool if i can't eat this again you know fine right i'll be fine you know okay yeah but like we just like create these attachments and addictions to you know different different types of things because we enjoy it but there's also like this next piece of like okay can we enjoy it 
and like leave it so that we can like you know not like create these habits sure, with sure. it you know so for each one of those those epiphanies that you had that you just you wanted to stop drinking you wanted to stop the drugs yeah. you wanted to go vegan did these kind of happen like spur of the moment or did they kind of you know manifest over the course of days where you kind of thought about it you know here and there and then just decided to do it or was it just like a snap decision um i think like there is always like a thought that you know comes to mind like you know for instance when um i had thought about stop drinking like mm-hmm. um my boyfriend at the time like he was like he had gotten like a bunch of duis you know and was like oh i think it's time that I stopped drinking Mm -hmm. and I noticed like for me, like I'm a team player, like, you know, like what I, I like to work with people. And, um, when, when he decided to, you know, stop drinking, like the thought in my head was like, do I need to drink anymore? Like, I mean, I was doing it more like, you know, we were doing it together. It was really fun, you know? And it was just like, okay. And so like when he stopped, it was like, you know, I don't really need to do this Uh anymore, per se. And then, like, you know, other things, like, for instance, even, like, the pain pills, um, you know, in 2014, like, that um, was my own um, discovery because I was just tired of taking a leave and, like, still being in pain. Sure. (laughs) Like, I mean, if you're, like, especially, like, at age 13, like, I would take, like, probably between, like, six to ten ibuprofen like a day right and still be in pain and it's like what like why am i still in pain if i'm supposed to take this thing that is relieving my pain and so like over the years as i like kept thinking like i'm still in pain but i'm taking this thing like Mm -hmm. (laughs) is this you know really working and so once i um i went to this place i live in maryland and there's this place called nava health and vitality center and it's like this place that has like you know if you want iv therapy or um acupuncture massage or um you know light therapy or they even do like hormone it was like a big like doctor's office that had like everything you know Mm -hmm. and so when i i just started you know going there it was like 79 dollars a month where you could get you pay 79 dollars and you would get like two treatments a month basically Mm -hmm. and if you wanted other ones you could get discounts and it just seemed like a really really great thing for me and once I started like really getting in tune because that's what it is it's like you know I'm out of alignment I'm reaching for something outside myself and then I'm not getting the results because I'm not actually achieving what it is that I want to achieve you know Mm -hmm. and so then when you start doing these like mind body um you know, tactics, like you start to really, really get in tune with yourself. And then it's like, okay. And so then it's like more like, so the vegan thing, like, of course, doing a ton of Bikram yoga, being an athlete, looking for other ways to grow and expand. I mean, of course, that would be the next level for me, right? right? To, to be plants and see how this movement and help and now and now it's just not about like eating plants. It's like, Oh my gosh, I love animals. Like I wave to animals yeah. like I would my friend. You <laughs> yeah, know? it becomes so about like, everything. Okay. Yeah, like and it's like, and then when you read books and and it's like you weren't paying attention to this before because you're just eating 
whatever it is. Like, oh, this burger is so good. Like, I don't think about, like, where did the burger come from? Exactly. Or, You're more you know, conscious like, now. What? Yeah, like, it's just like, okay, like, no, I don't, I don't want that. And, right. and oh my gosh, like, if we all ate plants, like, we could, like, help save the planet because we wouldn't be using yeah. all these resources mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have homeless people. And it's like, okay. like Not only you know, that, but uh, it, and then it comes back to your health, right? I mean, you yeah. are an Olympic hopeful and you're showing that you can do this by eating plants. So many people think that, you know, in order to recover and heal faster after a strenuous workout or have the energy, you have to have, you know, so many grams of protein. You can only get that from beef, but you're... I mean, you are, you are a face for vegan athletes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still like, you know, and I still like the beautiful thing is like I've, I'm really settling in with like the journey of it mm-hmm. and not getting like worrying about the future part, you mm-hmm. know, because like there's still so much for me to learn and grow and I'm, I'm doing like and I'm getting faster and I'm getting better and all these things, you know, but if if we were to look at like where other athletes are compared to me, you know, then there's like this big gap, but I see this like much bigger impact, like, cause I'm already making an impact without a gold medal, you right, know? Right. So the moment that even that happens, it's just like, Oh, look, like I just want to inspire more and more people to like, here's how we can help each other. Here's how we can save the planet. You know, here's, what we can do and all of this started by my love for swimming and just wanted to be healthier you know That's it's crazy it. how how so many people from so many different backgrounds for so many different initial reasons will find being plant-based and being vegan yeah you know you don't even yeah. think about it and you started out somewhere vastly different than where i started out and i started out somewhere vastly different than where you know the next person started out but it's this common bond that brings us together for multiple reasons but, but once you go down the rabbit hole for one reason, it becomes about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I want to shift a little bit to your uh, your Olympic run. Are, mm-hmm. are, you, are you currently training for the 2020 Olympics? I am. Yeah. So okay. that's what um, so that's what I do. And my training is a little different. Like I um, I love training with my community. So, you know, I do spin classes, I do yoga classes, you know, I'm always like, I love inspiring other people and, mm-hmm. and working out with them. And then I also have, I swim on a master's team and this master's team actually sponsors me. Um, and they, uh, they sponsor wounded warrior athletes and they felt like I awesome. was a wounded warrior athlete. And so, um, they, you know, gave me this amazing opportunity to train with them. And I've gained a lot of knowledge from their coaches and, um, and you know, all that stuff. And so, you know, I'm just taking it day by day, month by month. You know, I have my goals. I write down my goals mm-hmm. monthly and, you know, I have things that I in place. And But, I mean, it's just so fun to see, like, where I was last year to where I am here yeah. today. Like, for instance, like, I um, went to Hawaii last month. And, you know, for someone that, like, doesn't know where their money comes from or, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing, like, it was just kind of like, wow, like, I created this trip through my thoughts and through, like, my inspiration to just, like, continuously, like, keep growing as a person and do better, you know, And and that was just, like, such an amazing experience for me, like, 
before like 2016 I had really never traveled anywhere mm-hmm. like I mean that was like the one thing I've always wanted to do is like travel the world and and now like I've um, partnered with um, Well Start Health which is you know a virtual 12 week um, retreat that mm-hmm. I'm working with like physicians and um, you know other health coaches and I went through their program to be a certified health coach you know all from just a podcast you know yeah and it's just so amazing like the things that like how we can connect with people you know whatever it is that you're supposed to do you will do it and sure. when it is time for you you know and so really I'm ju- I'm doing it a little differently than most you know I don't have a na- I'm not on the national team um, you know, I haven't um, made it that far, but the cuts um, are from you have from November 28th, 20, November 28th, 2018 mm-hmm. through May 2020. And, you know, I have all of that time to make the times and see how, how much I grow and, and expand from that. And then once you make the trials, then you need to be the top two in the race that you made the trials for. And then you go to Tokyo in August, 2020. That's a good uh, little travel destination for you. Yeah, exactly. And next year, next year um, I'll be going to now I've qualified for nationals in South Korea. Oh, awesome. So yeah. So like the traveling, you know, it's really cool that like the places I get to go and, you know, and, and just how I've been able to create it through community, Mm -hmm. through, you know, just, uh, I mean, I just love like helping people and, and it's really exciting that I get to do what I love, swim and travel and meet people and also, you know, be able to help the world, like see this like really empowering movement that's Mm -hmm. happening right now that we all have, we all can like touch into and, um, and really help each other out, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, are you do you do some form of training every day whether it be yoga or swimming or whatever yeah 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 so um i and and so it's my body so i literally um you know i'll have a plan like the night before and you know and and i have days that like my swim team meets so like every Mm -hmm. monday and wednesday at noon i always swim it's like the 50 meter pool so i always um make sure that i'm at that practice Mm -hmm. And, um, Tuesday and Thursday nights, um, a lot of times if I'm not doing anything at 8 PM, I will do that swim practice or I can swim on my own at, you know, a local LA fitness gym. Um, and then, um, my partner, Captain America, um, he (laughs) he trains me, um, you know, at the gym, we have a pull up bar in our kitchen. You know, I have a ton of equipment. I used to be a personal trainer, so Literally, I can make anything a workout. Uh-huh. Um, I do monthly challenges. Like today, we woke up and did 100 burpees before spin class. Ugh, <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> I know. And that was like the thing. I was like, you know, I want to do something that like that will challenge sure. me. Like, it was pretty, it was pretty challenging. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah, like I just continuously like see how I feel. What do I feel like doing today? I want to be pumped up when I'm doing it. I don't want to, like, I'm not going to drag myself sure. to the gym. Like I've learned that before. Like I, I have overtrained before mm-hmm. and I have like, you know, just done like, Oh, I gotta go and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't have to do anything. Like literally me breathing 
is a reason for me to be here. Sure. And if I can look at it like that and have gratitude and just be like so grateful for the moment that whatever I choose to do, that's going to be where the most momentum comes. So like today was great. You know, I did a hundred burpees. I did an hour and a half spin class. Um, I came home and did most of the day self-reflecting and meditation and did a lot of journaling. Um, I've been writing down every day since November 8th last year um, what I'm grateful for every day. So I like take some time and like put it in like a little piece of paper and like toss it. And then literally two months later, I write it all down in my goal journal and I get to see like what was I grateful for and what I manifested. You know, it's like, oh, I became this or, oh, this sponsorship came or, you know, oh, and it was like, it is so cool to like, you know, look at that. And it's a very unique way to track your progress. Yeah. And then I also do monthly um, challenges for myself. So like this month I'm doing an ab challenge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll do whatever um, ab challenges or things like every, you know, something before I go to bed. So, you know, I'm always like act activating if if i miss one day you know i'll do to another day so it's really been like fine tuning myself to get into the most alignment that i'm in Uh and then um you know and that's how i'm performing my best like over the weekend i did a race that tested my strength the new training i've been doing And just my mental focus when it comes to a race, because, you know, when you get to a race, like you can get really distracted and be like, oh, did I do this? Or, oh, my gosh, did I, you know, and I'm like, I'm being very conscious on, you know, being in the moment in that moment. Uh And I had such beautiful swims. And even though like the times didn't go down. I saw so much progress, like, in the swim, in the breathing, like, and I saw things that I could learn, and I journaled Mm -hmm. them down, and it was just like, oh, now I can, like, take this and go to practice with it, you know, and it's just, like, finding, like, little things to, like, and I'm, like, my own coach, you know, I mean, without, um, I have, like, coaches that tell me things, and I have a coach in Hawaii that's worked with me one-on-one, but a lot of it, it's like, you know, I'm taking all this information, And I'm, you know, taking it to what resonates with me. And then that's how I'm training. Like whatever is like, hey, I'm a hell yes to this or I'm a hell no to that. And I'm going to, you know, progress through through doing that. So so do you have the same attitude towards your diet as you do to to training? Because, you know, a lot of athletes will be very rigorous with their diet. They're very strict. Or do you just kind of, as long as you're eating, you know, good, healthy, clean foods, do you just kind of let yourself eat what you want? So great, um, great question. Because so I had been kind of, so like once I became vegan, you know, I had just been kind of like, okay, I'm not eating meat, you know, and that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. just kind of like eating whatever I work out, you know, Mm -hmm. fine. So then, but, like, there's always, like, a next level, right? Sure. Like, okay, like, now I'm ready for that next. Like, right. I always wait for when it's, like, okay, I'm actually, like, excited. I'm ready to do this, you know, that kind of thing. So in September, like, once I, I did a race in August, and it was a national championship. And, you know, I felt like I did really good, but, like, I also felt like 
I needed to make some changes to like, you know, get to that next level. Like I felt like even though I work out so much, like my body was still like, okay, like I think I can make some changes here. Mm -hmm. And so when in September I was like, okay, I'm getting ready for Hawaii. Like I want to be like, I want to be really strict and try to do raw and like, see like, you know what, like, cause I felt like I was eating a lot more carbs, a lot more processed foods because, you know, as an athlete, you're just like, I'm hungry. I'm going to like buy this thing at whole foods and whatever, like I'll burn it off later. But like, you're not actually thinking about, okay, like, is this like actually fueling my body Mm -hmm. or am I still like needing something else? Is it causing inflammation? You know, with that, is it causing inflammation? You know, like lack of, you know, uh, almost like, like I feel like a lot of things, like, you know, your mind and your body and everything connect. And Mm -hmm. it was like, there was still like some kind of disconnect, like in my mind. And so September 1st, um, we did a juice cleanse and Captain America like prepped all my juices for me. I didn't even have to think about it, you know, like I was just like, okay, all I got to do is drink. So, you know, I was really, really grateful for that. So, and then in that, like I found like, you know, I had like, those were the things when I was like having my like. I noticed like maybe I like to binge or, you know, and just like, I like to eat and and do all these things. And so, but I, I lost like probably like 10 to 13 pounds, like the first seven days. Mm -hmm. And I had so much energy. Like I wasn't work, like I cut my workouts down a little bit to just like swimming and yoga, Mm -hmm. like not adding like the extra spin classes or the um, weight training or, you know, any of that stuff. But, um, Then when I introduced, you know, fruits, like I started learning about like what foods are fruits and what foods I thought were vegetables and how like if I ate a bunch of these things that were fruits and all the sugar, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just like not, there's no balance. And so like we did like seven days fruits and then I did seven, and then the rest of the time was just like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, you know, and continued juicing. Sure. And like, I just found like this amazing balance. I journaled everything I put in my mouth. You know, I felt like that was a really key important thing Mm -hmm. too, because I didn't want to be like super strict on myself, but I also wanted to like, if I'm going to write it down, I'm not going to put it in my mouth. And so like, that was like the thing. And I was like, okay, I like like journaling this and, and I had really great results from it. And I was like, okay. So then in the month of October, I was like, you know, like my, it got a little colder here. And so, um, I started to like incorporate a few grains back, but also was mindful that like, once I start putting a few grains in, I want more grains. And then, like, I would wake up with, like, a full tummy. And also that full tummy would lead to, like, negative feelings. So, like, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I would wake up moody and, like, I wouldn't want to do anything. It was just like, oh, my gosh. So, like, that whole process, like, has allowed me to be a lot more mindful so I can really, like, key into my body. Like, what foods, you know, do I need Mm -hmm. to eat? Do I need to eat this many carbs? No, I can literally survive on fruits you know, vegetables and that kind of thing. But I can also in the winter months, like add a few things that I feel, you know, and also like I can ramp up the exercise. If I'm going to eat a little bit more carbs, I can ramp up my exercise even more. So you kind of have, you kind of have boundaries. And as long as you feel like you stay within those boundaries, you're good. But you don't have like, you don't have like, you know, a 9 a.m. on Monday, I need to eat this and that and the other. And then at 12, I need to eat this and that and the other. 
No, I try to stick with every two to three hours. So, Mm -hmm. like, when I wake up, I'll drink, like, you know, warm water with lemon and Mm -hmm. cayenne and ginger to, like, kind of spike the um, metabolism. And then, like, a couple hours, maybe an hour or two later, like, I try to still start my day with a liquid. Okay. Um, I felt like um, once I, like, kind of ease in, like, if I, like, don't eat too late and I ease the body in with food – um, I notice like I have more energy that way. I don't really have any, um, you know, stomach cramps or feeling like I've eaten too much. Um, yeah. So it's just really like how I feel, but like taking, like doing that experiment mm-hmm. led to so much more expansion for me to like play with. Cause I never really, um, counted my macros. I've never really, um, you know, done anything like that. Like I had like one nutritionalist when I was eating, you know, meat uh-huh. and, 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 but at the time, like I was really into bacon and he told me I couldn't have bacon. And I was like, we can't work <laughs> together. Like <laughs> there's no way, like I'm not cutting out, you know, bacon. Yeah. But, um, but now like just like tuning, I, I feel like for myself, like tuning into my body and really like noticing like, okay, I like this. Like when I work, like even for my meat, like I, I was like, okay, I like, coffee with almond milk before I race. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to have that. But then I realized that I needed a little bit more fuel Mm -hmm. so that I like, so maybe because it was such a long time before I raced that I was like almost fasting and, and I'll go and I'll do like, if my body wants to intermittent fasting, you know, I'll go from like seven to seven or something Mm -hmm. like, but it's only if it's like, that's what I feel like doing, you know, like it's really on like, what does Sarah want to do today? Okay, this is what's best for you today, and you know, keep it moving that way. And and I'm and learning so much from it. So it sounds like you just have this toolbox full of, you know, skills and techniques, whether it be for exercise or nutrition, and you just kind of pick and choose from that for whatever works for you at the time. Yeah, and I'm always googling, like you know, I love like your recipes and stuff. Like I'm always googling different. Um, recipes mm-hmm. and different things that people are doing and, you know, try to implement it in what I'm doing sure. as well to see if that like works. But it's like what I've learned in, in, in my journey is that like my body is going to tell me exactly what mm-hmm. I need to do when I need to do it. And so if I just continue to tune in and listen to my toolbox, you know, I will, I will be successful in what it is that I need um, that way. And it's so important to note that, you know, when you're listening to your body, it's important to not have all the bullshit in it because that'll tell you other stuff. Like if you're used to eating, you know, chocolate cake and ring dings and ho-hos and you go without it, your body's going to say, give me some fucking chocolate and ring dings and ho-hos. But it's important to, like you said, you know, clear all that stuff out and get back to basics and the healthy stuff and then listen to your body because your body, when it's healthy, is going to tell you a lot of other stuff from than from when it's not healthy. Yeah, because, like, even, like, for instance, so my my mom wanted to do, like, a juice cleanse because she was like, you know, I I liked what, you know, because a lot of people saw my results in, like, 23 days, you know, they're like, oh, I want to do that, too, but, like, a lot of people don't realize is that, like, you know, I've been doing a lot of work, Mm -hmm. and then I decided to change like the food part and I've already been changing the food part over almost a year. So, you know, it's going to, I'm going to be, my metabolism is a lot faster than most. And so it, you know, me taking that stuff out, I'm going to have rapid results. Maybe not everyone, you know, will, 
But, like, what I noticed with her experiment was, like, you know, she was able to do it for, you know, so many days. But then it was just, like, she would go right back into these patterns because she still hasn't really, like, found her healthy, you know, like, she hasn't really cut, you know, certain foods out. It's like, okay, I can cut these things out for seven days, but... I'm going to put it back in my body and doesn't notice really the difference. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and, and that's cool, you know, like, but it takes some time to really like, cause people don't really think like it takes like a lot of time to really get like what your body needs. Yeah. It takes takes six between six and six and 12 weeks to break old habits and form new ones. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's important for people to just push through that if they're dedicated, you know. And exactly. I always tell people, like, either you want to do this or you don't. If you don't, you know, I, I'm not going to make you. Only you can make you. If you want to, then this is how long you can expect for it to take. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Because um, everyone's going to be completely different. I, I, I want to um, jump backwards real quick to the food journaling. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I don't think that – the majority of people understand the benefit of food journaling and I'll get, you know, I'll get direct messages on Instagram all day long, emails and all day long, um, saying, you know, I'm, I'm exercising every day for, you know, a half an hour or five days a week for however long. And my blood tests came back good. I don't have any, you know, uh, thyroid or hormone problems, but I can't seem to lose any weight. What am I doing wrong? It's like, well, I, how, how am I, how am I supposed to know? You know, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're eating. You probably don't know what you're eating. So I always, uh-huh. the first thing that I tell people is, listen, you need to do a food journal and you need to document everything that goes past your lips. I'm talking about what, any kind, anything that you drink, anything that you eat, any time of day for seven days. And then look back on it and that will give you some insight. Because it's like, I don't know how many calories you're eating. I don't know, you know, how many carbs you're eating, if they're if they're refined sugars, if they're whole grains. And odds are the person who's asking the question doesn't know either. And I think that the, 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 um, the valuableness of having a food journal is, is just, I guess, invaluable. But uh, I, I want to know, you know, do you think that uh, – well, let me back up. Would you recommend food journaling to anybody or would you kind of, what, what would be the first thing that you'd recommend to somebody looking to, you know, lose weight or, or train a little harder um, or just kind of shed some pounds? So um, I would start with actually like taking pictures of their food, no mm. matter what it is, because like if you can take a picture and look at it and see that okay this is what I ate today you know it may be it may start to plant a little seed you know because journaling isn't for everyone sure. like I like literally just started getting into it because I noticed that I become unconscious of what I eat mm-hmm. because it's like I'm an athlete I can just shove food in my mouth I might eat every hour you know but now it's like oh, it's been two hours, I'm a little bit hungry. Or Mm -hmm. even if it has been two hours and I'm not hungry, I should eat something because I want to keep that metabolism going. So I would recommend for someone to, you know, start with taking pictures of their food, like actually like seeing like what it is. Like if you're eating French fries, like take a picture and eat French fries. Like that was one 
success that, you know, would be for my mom. Like when I told her like, okay, what are your goals? You know? And she was like, I don't want to have any refined sugar. And so she would go places and actually take pictures of other people eating her apple pie or, you know, and it like became like a little game for her to say like, Oh, you know, like, and it just like she, because I tried to have her journal and journaling wasn't for her. Like, you know, she's on the go. She's got a lot of stuff going on, you know, and it's like, I don't want to do that. And I really feel like journaling is for like, really dedicated people like want to want to make it like like I want to look at my life like a science experiment uh-huh. and and you know and I like hypothesis and trying this yeah, and doing this you know and I'm like and I like looking back and be like oh my gosh look today like you know I did this or, right you know because now it's not even a food journal for me like I'm journaling like even my spiritual practices, uh-huh. my meditation, how much meditation I'm getting in a day. And it's like, so that way I can look like, okay, yesterday I felt like this and I did this. Okay, tomorrow I felt like this and I did this, hmm. you know. But it, it, but it's taken me a little bit of time, you know, be, when I was ready, then I was inspired. Like, now I don't want to stop journaling. Right. Like, now I'm like, no, like I want to keep like – journaling because it's really fun for me because I want to be able to you know see what I'm doing but like the picture thing like it makes it so like okay like I don't really want to get those fries because I'm gonna have to take a picture (laughs) and send it to you you know like yeah I don't want I don't really want to eat that and so then it starts to like give them this like little seed that they're, yeah. you know, whenever it's ready to manifest, it will manifest a, in, in time, you know? Yeah. It's super interesting. I, mean, I never, I've never thought about it that way. I mean, even if, even if they, they take the picture and then don't send it to somebody else, but just take the picture of what they eat in a day and look mm-hmm. back on it. And it's like, Oh my God, I ate a bunch of bullshit today. Yeah. But, and but, then now they have to sit with that. Right. Thought, exactly. Right? And, like, and they oh. see it. They have, they have, they <laughs> yeah. see the, yeah, you know, I, I, for me, I, I'm kind of the same way. Whereas, you know, I liked to food journal, or I, I used to like to food journal until I kind of got the hang of it. I, you know, I could see the numbers. I'm, I'm very kind of black and white that way. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of people aren't, and I think that, I think that's fascinating. I never thought about it that way. Where having a visual representation of what you ate um, mm-hmm. is, it's a food journal, but in a different, it's just a different way. Yeah, like a photo journal. You I, can I call dig it. it. You know, so it. now, like, if people are messaging you, it'll be like the photo journal. I dig. I'm going. Totally, I'm totally stealing that. Um, Steal it. <laughs> so, if if you had one thing to leave the listeners with, and one thing that you could, you know, one message you could get out to the world potentially, what would it be? I know it's a little heavy. Right, Ooh, the world, the whole world is weighing on me. Yeah, if you had, if you had a soapbox and everybody was tuned in and live streaming your speech, what would be the key point that you'd want to hit everybody with? Hmm. Mm. Well, point. I would, I would, I, it is, but you know, I would really want people to take away that. That whatever it is that inspires you to, you know, continue whatever it is you're doing to feed off of that, Mm -hmm. you know, feed off of your inspiration, your love, 
and and get excited about your journey, you know, whatever it is, whether you want to be a world record holder or you just want to be a doctor or you want to, you know, save lives, like tune into you and instead of worrying about what everyone else is doing, think about what you're doing and how you can better yourself because the more that we all tune into ourselves, this is how we're going to make big changes and impact throughout the world and we can all live in a place that we really really love mm-hmm. you know because like i mean how amazing would that be if every single person you passed by loved themselves so much that it was like i mean there was no frown right. you know like i mean imagine that like and so that's what i want to take away is that you know the limits you are limitless there is nothing that you can't do and you know tune into you whatever that is take that cut that pork out or you know try a vegan dish mm-hmm. or you know do something that's going to make you better whether it's an extra push up or you know whatever it is just put, challenge yourself to those limits and you know the possibilities are endless yeah i always say it's all about progress not perfection yes so, i love that quote so <laughs> and it's and you know, basically what you're saying or, or part of it is enjoy the journey, not just worry about and focus on the end goal, but actually enjoy yeah. the process of getting Yeah, there. the ups and downs because, you know, the There's challenges. So much time spent. There is, and, and the challenges are what gets you to the other side. Mm-hmm. Like without that, like, you know, the, the retraction or, you know, that like backwards feeling, like, we really can't get over the hump into like you can't climb mountain at mount everest in one day right. like think of it like that like if you think of your life as climbing mount everest like yeah you're going to get to the top eventually mm-hmm. but what can you do now to get you closer to that mountain to get you you know and and trying new things and and reading about different people and doing all those things like that is going to be you know, how you can climb that mountain, whatever it looks like. Awesome. Do you have um, a website or someplace where people can find you or anything like that? So um, on Facebook, Sarah Bowfinger. Um, I also have my athlete page, Mergoddess. Um, I have Twitter, Mergoddess1, Instagram, Mergoddess11. And I just started doing a lot more blogging where I'm kind of like talking, like, Literally, whatever, like, I learn, you know, I try to share mm-hmm. that through my writing. Um, and so that is mergoddess.wordpress.com, I right. believe. Or even if you just type in, like, WordPress and mergoddess, uh-huh. you know, it comes up. And a lot of times I'll, like, share those blogs on my Facebook or my Instagram or, you know, I'm always, like, sharing on those so you can get the um, the links that way. And too. it's Sarah with an H and it's both finger like the movie. Not like the movie because the movie has a W. Oh. It's B O oh. finger. Yeah, a funny story about the movie. Um, so you know they were gonna spell it like my last name, but I have family where they filmed in oh. um, Philadelphia, and so they like if you if you actually watch that movie and you look on the chair, the chair is spelled like my last name B O finger. Uh-huh. But the movie, like my I guess my family didn't want them using the the actual pronunciation so they did they spell it b-o-w-f-i-n-g i think it's a very underappreciated movie 
I know. I like it. I it's think hilarious. it's great. Well, we're, I'm going to make a new movie where yeah. people will then yeah. be like, And okay. then it'll be like Bowfinger, like the movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it will. Sweet. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I really hope that I can watch you uh, when you're at the Olympics. I really hope you make yes. it. Even if you don't, uh, I think that your story is fascinating. Have you ever thought about doing a podcast, starting your own podcast? Well, you know, I, I think of a lot of things. Like, people are like, can you write a book? Yeah. You know? And it's like, I have, there's so many things that I've, you know, I've thought about doing. It's just that, like, where the inspiration is, yeah. you know? Like, okay, sure. like, is it going to be? And plus, like, I do a lot of my stuff just on my iPad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because even, like, I, I like to do little um, video clips and, and, you know, things like that. So I'm just trying to also see, like, you know, what works. And, and I, I'm a, like I said, I love community. Like I'm a big team player. Like, you know, so if people know people that just need that light to shine on them, you know, yeah, I, I'm the team player. I Cause I, I, I just love like people and, and how we can work together and differences and, and similarities. And it's just, it's just so cool. I dig it. Well, after the Olympics, you'll have to come back on and tell us uh, how it went. Yeah, for sure. It'll be it'll and even halfway through, like once I make the trials, yeah, you know, like it'll it's still it's still a journey. Yeah, we're gonna really need progress updates. Just, exactly. For what sure. what other whatever else you know happens? So I am so grateful that I got to chat with you and and share my story and inspire others to be great. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and I think that uh, I think that again, your story is it's. Uh, it's invaluable to a lot of people and there's you know there's a lot of people struggling with a lot of different things not just you know drugs and alcohol or pills or whatever but i think that your story shows that um it, it shows the the power of the mind and the will yeah so thank you Definitely. i really appreciate it of course thank you all right all right my dudes that's it pretty interesting stuff right uh pretty uplifting and uh, like i said i really hope that we get to see her uh, compete for the United States in the 2020 Olympics. If you have any questions for Sarah, uh, head on over to her sites that she mentioned. If you have problems finding them, shoot me an email or a direct message. I'll be sure to um, get everything to, to her to so that she can answer your questions. If you have any questions for me, again, it's ryan at mainlyplants.com, um, at mainlyplants on social media, direct message me through there. And until next week, go eat a salad.